You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Phillies today. I am your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, November the 1st. A bittersweet Phillies today as this is the last Phillies today of this season, the World Series has come and gone. Sadly, the Nationals are World Series champs, and it's time for us to end the season here at Philly State. We'll be back in February uh, with an early look at everything going on, a recap of what happened so far. If last season is any sign, uh, free agency will dig deep into February, so we'll have lots to talk about. But um, look, uh, it's been a... Uh, a wild 2019, and I think that in a lot of ways uh, we are all happy as Phillies fans to move on to 2020. Um, but even though uh, 2019 was not the year we wanted it to be, it certainly had some highs as, of course, you know, started great with the Harper saga that ultimately uh, ended in John Heyman tweeting that Harper was coming to town and then that magical press conference and... Um, just a a high of that first series against the Braves at home and the offense just riding high and, and what a fun, fun run it looked like it was going to be and then things just started going wrong and, you know, um, Gabe started getting on people's nerves again and uh, Harper was slow out of the gate, obviously eventually ended up having an outstanding season, but slow out of the gate. McCutcheon injury and the bullpen just falls apart. The starting pitching isn't nearly as good as we hoped it would be or even close to as good as anyone could hope to be. And then it all culminates on the the slow burn to 81 and 81. And then, uh, and then that press conference eight days after the season uh, that was such a, a bummer and, and so disheartening. And then just a short while later, Joe Girardi. And, and it all starts to look up again. And that, that's the beauty of baseball. That's why we have such high hopes each season here in Philadelphia because um, it is a great fan base. And it's a team that, despite, you know, Joe Girardi maybe in his press conference, a, a little, maybe a little too uh, positive about Philadelphia's past when it comes to winning. We have not had a lot of winning as a franchise, but the winning means so much to us when we have it because we are always hoping for it and always there and always supporting. And um, I think Girardi kind of ending the year here uh, in terms of the, the baseball calendar is really the um, the one high note that, that, that I think will really make a difference leading into 2020. And, of course, coming off, uh, again, the Washington Nationals winning the World Series, of course, the year after Bryce Harper leaves them. Um, just a, a very frustrating turn of events. Of course, the wild card team in the National League, the Phillies were fighting with, and obviously they were way, 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 way more talented than the Phillies. Um, but still, it hurts. It hurts to see that team in the World Series. So um, I do think there is, though, a beacon of hope with Joe Girardi there. And I think we've talked a lot about how impressive Girardi was in his introductory press conference and, and how he's really a perfect tire from what he brings in terms of, of clout and cachet to the clubhouse, a bunch of guys who need a, a leader of men, also experience, resume, 
melding of analytics and gut and all the stuff we wanted. I mean, he's a, a perfect hire. But I also think that that's something we haven't talked about enough is that it, it it really changes a culture. He's a culture changer, and it's hard to change culture sometimes. And this has been a culture where there has not been a ton of accountability. There's been, um, you know, kind of a lack of of a, a not not just leadership, but a a a direction and a, a steering towards that direction. And I, I think Girardi really stabilizes that and brings that and. You know, he's, uh, we'll get to a hire he just made, but I, th- I think he's assembling a really nice staff around him. And him and Rob Thompson, of course, years together with the Yankees, they'll you know, know each other's moves and be able to call each other out. And, and you need that in a bench coach and a manager. And I just think, I just think it's going to change the culture immediately. And, and I'm really excited where, again, a year that, that certainly, I think, for the most part, a disappointment at most times with the way it played out and how it played out and, and even ending with the World Series and the way that played out, just a, a really disappointing year, especially considering the expectations that came with the Harper signing and you know McCutcheon and, and, and all these things that they did, especially, obviously, Harper, the real Muto trade. Like, there was real a palpable excitement about the season in a way there wasn't the years before where even though they finished one game worse the year before, there was never that level of excitement that came with the moves they made and the addition of Harper and all that stuff. So, um, you know, and, and, and that's what happens when, when expectations are raised, when the level of anticipation excitement is raised, then, then the level of disappointment is naturally going to be higher if, if things don't go the way you want them to, you know, it's just, uh, it's human, it's natural and, and, and it's not surprising. And, uh, that's, that's the way the season played out. And I do think that, you know, the press conference, a low point after the way the season played out. And then, um, I just think that it felt bleak there for a little while and, and really down. And, and I do think that, Luckily, bringing in Girardi has kind of turned that around a bit and, and really um, made a, uh, a darker situation look a little bit brighter. And uh, I'm excited. I'm, 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 already, I'm already, you know, working my way back in. And, and uh, look, there's a big offseason. We'll talk about that coming up in a sec. But first, I want to mention, as, uh, as I said, a, a higher by Joe Girardi, Brian Price hired to be the new Phillies pitching coach, and I just think it's a, a great hire. Price, of course, managed the Reds for four years, uh, has been a pitching coach uh, in the league for a while with the Reds, with the uh, Mariners, the Diamondbacks. Um, he has uh, spent some time in the league. He is a, um, a smart guy, uh, a fiery guy, if you ever Want to see how fiery just search Brian Price on YouTube, and I'm sure he'll come up with the time he dropped 77 F-bombs in a six-minute period when he was manager of the Reds. So, yeah, pretty impressive. Um, but certainly has a fire and an intensity. And, uh, you know, that's something that I think is um, is important, is important to have uh, if for this specific club, this pitching staff, a team that uh, really seemed rudderless. And also with Chris Young, just wasn't able to relate to them and clearly knows pitching and understands pitching and all that, but um, couldn't find a way to relate that knowledge to the players and didn't seem to have a a good um, communication. And and Brian Price is someone who can come in and, and 
and talk to these players and understand how to teach them things and is great with mechanics, something the Phillies team really needs. So I think the Brian Price hire, especially someone who has managerial experience, who's um, done it before, I think it's uh, it's exciting. It's a nice hire. I, I, I'm, I'm really happy, especially when they were talking about Larry Rothschild potentially getting the job. Of course, Joe Girardi's pitching coach in New York when uh when he was there and uh for a good portion of time 70 years but Rothschild a much more old school pitching coach and um I think it's nice that that Girardi went with someone who I think can relate to today's players a little bit more and is going to be a little bit more open to analytics and all that type of stuff which uh, I think is important of course the next hire to come along will be the hitting coach We'll see. Uh, Jack Fritz suggested Dante Bichette as a, a name he's heard, which is interesting. And Dante Bichette, of course, um, former Rocky. Um, uh, that'd be interesting. He's uh, been a hitting coach before um, with the Rockies. So uh, I think that's an interesting name. We'll see. Uh, either way, it is nice. It seems like Girardi is really putting together a nice staff, uh, a nice group of guys that have experience and can come in and Take a clubhouse that has really kind of, as we know, look, we, we know the Fortnite stories. We know the Carlos Santana with the fat stuff. We know the no alarm clock stuff we gave. There's so many reasons to, to insinuate that this clubhouse has had a lack of discipline, a lack of accountability, a lack of all that over the last few years. That's done. Joe Girardi comes in, and this group of coaches who has experience, who's been around the block, they're not going to take any of that. It's going to be a much more um, focused group. They're going to be ready to play. And I think that's going to be massive. I think it's, um, look, ultimately, I, I think the front office is, is the most important part of the team. The, the Obviously, talent acquisition, drafting, and developing of players. Like, that is the heartbeat of a franchise. That is what ultimately wins you and loses you the most games. There's there's zero question about that. That is a fact. It just is. But I do think that the the when you hear people say, oh, managers in baseball don't do that much, I don't think that's true. I think a manager in baseball is important. And... Not just in an X's and O's way. I think that's where, where it gets lost. Yeah, it's not like bullpen management is incredibly important, but you don't see managers lose that many games. Although I would argue that A.J. Hinch is by far the biggest reason the Astros lost Game 7 in the World Series. I mean, he had a disastrous Game 7. The decision to not bring Garrett Cole in and bring Will Harrison was just a monumental all-time bonehead managerial decision as far as I'm concerned. But that's either here or there. But I do think that, that managers can matter in those spots, but more so matter in what I was talking about before in terms of, of building a culture, of, of handling personalities, of making sure guys are prepared, making sure guys understand what they're going to be seeing on a night-to-night basis, day-to-day basis, what the pitching matchups look like, just understanding and relaying information and making players feel comfortable. That's what a great great manager can do. And that makes a big difference. It really does. This is not something that can be underscored. I, I think it really matters. I think it really matters. And I think Joe Girardi is a perfect guy to come here for this situation and make a, mass, a massive difference. I really do. I, I think... Uh, Again, to, to go back to what we were saying before, I just think the idea that this has certainly been a, a year with some lows. 
and some real disappointments. The entire second half of the season, for one. You know, Reese Hoskins, what happened to him the second half of the season? Massive disappointment. The pitching staff, just god-awful. Massive disappointment. Nick Pavetta, what a disappointment that guy is this year. I mean, there were so many disappointments. Obviously, the, the front office, if we don't, we don't. There's so many things to be disappointed about. And, of course, that press conference in the season that, that just disappointed, discouraged. And, again, like, I know it's just a manager, but I think it signals a bit of a shift here. I think it signals that the organization, at least on a field level, the field manager, the, the, the what's happening on a night-to-night basis, who's talking to the media, what's being put out there in the world about this franchise, it's going to be professional. It's going to be run well. It's going to be a well-oiled machine. That matters. I think it really matters, and I think it, it permeates through an organization. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about Girardi. I think it's the, the again, um, kind of the one thing that's really kind of turned the narrative for me with the Phillies. I was really disappointed. And now now everything gets going because that, that Girardi has to be the first step. They talked about, Matt Klentag in the press conference with Girardi, the introductory press conference, talked about it's time to win now. There are no more excuses. And I think obviously with the move to bring in Girardi, with Kapler being fired, but the way this all played out, that if the, uh, if the Phillies don't make the playoffs, I would be floored if Matt Klentag and, and Andy McPhail are back after the season. So I think they know like this is a big season. So I think that, and I think they also know that they're not, going to make the playoffs if they don't make some serious moves this offseason. This pitching staff is a joke. I mean, it is not close to good enough, both the bullpen and the starters. And this op- uh, this team period isn't good enough. So coming up, we're, we're going to look at the, the biggest needs here as we, we look ahead to this offseason, what this Philly team has to do. And, again, I do think that um, with the culture change, with some moves – this team could be in the playoffs next year. They could. And again, it doesn't solve the overall health of the franchise problem of the fact that they have not drafted and developed well for the last good while and that that is something that has to change for the long-term health of the team. But just in terms of 2020, a few moves and they're, they're in it at least. Maybe they're not favored, but they're in it. Coming up, we'll look ahead to this offseason and what the Phillies need to do, what they hopefully will do, and uh, and round out the uh, the 2019 baseball season here on Phillies Today. All that's coming up in just a minute. It's James Seltzer. It's Phillies Today. We're coming right back. We are back, Phillies Today. James Seltzer as we turn the page and look ahead to the offseason as the Phillies now Hopefully, after watching the Nationals win the World Series, going to have a renewed fire to come into this season and really do some damage. Um, but first, they have to get some help. There's no question about it that Matt Klintak has some work to do ahead of him. This Phillies team is not good enough. And we know that. We just saw that Nationals team win with Strasburg and Scherzer and Corbin. Are you kidding me? Three pitchers who are light years out of everyone except Noel on this team. I mean, it just um, – and so much talent top to bottom. Look, we've talked about this before. Uh, I think we all know, yes, the Phillies could absolutely use some help on the offensive side of things, but they are 
at least good enough to compete there with Bryce Harper. Look, Reese Hoskins, what is Reese is a big question mark, and that's something that's going to have to be answered this offseason and moving forward. Is he the Reese Hoskins we thought he was, or is he the imposter we saw the last few months of the season? But um, they need a little bit of help. They need some depth. We talked about the potential for Josh Donaldson at third base. Makes a ton of sense on a one- or two-year deal, something like that. Anthony Rendon is a name that could be thought about. It's obviously, I think, he's maybe the best right animator of this generation. That dude is unbelievable. He's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable to watch that guy hit. Uh, one of three players ever with home runs in Game 6 and 7 of the World Series. Just a, He's way too good. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But I think more likely we all know that um, with what they have, if, if McCutcheon's going to come back healthy, Jay Bruce, um, who knows what happens with Corey Dickerson. But they, they have enough almost they need a short a third baseman they need to decide what they're doing with Segura at shortstop there there's some decisions to be made Kingery where does he play there's it's not set they need to make some moves here and tighten this up but we all know that this offseason is going to be made or broken on their ability to restock this pitching staff Aaron Nola is the only starter you feel like you can definitely count on heading into next season I'm, I'm guessing Zach Eflin will probably get a shot and then you figure, look, Jake Arrieta is going to be in the rotation. It's a shame. It is what it is. But they're not going to eat that money. They should. They should just say, you know what, Jake, get out of here. Take your $20 million and leave. But it, we know that won't happen. But um, they need at least two starters. I mean, in reality, they probably need three because Arietta's is not real. And look, Vargas on an $8.9 million one-year thing, like that's not exciting to me. I mean, they need to go sign Garrett Cole. That is the number one. It should be the the, just like last offseason was go get Harper. This offseason has to go get, be go get Garrett Cole. And look, if Strasburg opts out, maybe it's go get Strasburg too. But those are the only two guys who who change the foundation of this pitching staff. I mean, you need look. We just saw it. I mean, are you going up against? The, and look, Strasburg could leave the Nationals, but you can't go up against those three guys and expect to win a series with Aaron Nolan. Nothing. You can't go up against the Astros with Verlander and and Cole and and you know and obviously Cole would be leaving in this case. But these types of rotations, you need that at least second guy. They need it. And Garrett Cole is the best arm in baseball potentially, and he's represented by Scott Boris, which is good for the Phillies. John Middleton, Scott Boris are, are close. I think that might be, as I said uh, yesterday, I think that might be the, the best thing that John Middleton has done in his tenure is, is become good friends with Scott Boris. Scott Boris is maybe the most powerful person in baseball. Give us Garrett Cole, Scott. Give us Garrett Cole. Bring him home to Philadelphia. That is the biggest move. Then They have to make more moves. Look, Cole Hamill's coming home. Sure, that'd be cool. I'm down to have Cole come back, but he can't be the, the number one guy you get. It has to be a Garrett Cole type or a Strasburg, but Cole's, Cole just feels like the right move. And then, look, they have to restock the entire bullpen. I mean, there's no one here. I mean, Hector Neris and then, you know, Alvarez. Who else? Who else you got? David Robertson's not coming back. Sir Anthony, who knows, hopefully. But they need to make some moves there. They need some talent in the bullpen. Thank goodness Pat Neshek, they declined his option. See ya. Won't miss you, Pat. Bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, Pat. 
Jeez. But look, they're going to need pitching. They need pitching. It's unbelievable how, how just clear this is going into offseason. Again, I, I, they need to tool up on the offense a little bit. The, the third base situation, you know, we can't have Michael Franco coming out again. And, and look, center field is, is somewhat an upheaval. Is that amazing everyday player? Will they re-sign Corey Diggerson? What does Jay Bruce do for this team? I mean, they've got some parts that don't fit. Segura, is he a shortstop? They have some real question marks on the um, lineup offensive side of the ball. I don't want to diminish that because they're not set there. But at least you have the infrastructure there with Harper, with Romuto, with McCutcheon. You know, I think Kingery's a, a valuable offensive piece. Segura, even if he's here, is a, a solid offensive player. And then Hoskins, that's a big question mark, but you hope he's a piece. I think they need one more bopper in there, one more guy you can count on, like a Donaldson, someone else who makes that lineup a little bit more dynamic. And then some other help in other spots. But this offseason is, is really going to be made or broken on this team's ability to fortify this staff. They're going to have to go spend a lot of money again. That's the situation they've painted themselves into. It is. And look, Spencer Howard, maybe he's an answer for you partway through next season. It doesn't look like they're going to start the season with him. And I love that. Spencer Howard's going to be awesome. But, man, it is just – I don't ever remember going into an offseason where um, the Phillies' needs were just so clear, where it was don't screw this up, go get some guys who can do this one thing and we can roll. And again, look, they are still not as good as the Astros, not as good as the Nationals, not as good as the Braves. They're teams that are just really talented right now, but they can get close. And who knows, maybe they go Bafo, maybe they sign Cole and Rendon. I don't think that's going to happen, obviously. But if they did something like that, then all of a sudden we're looking at a, a whole different situation, and then we can start to think differently. But right now, look, um, the Nationals are way more talented than the Phillies. They just are. But it's also a team that, was 19 and 31 in May and, and went on a tear and ended up winning the World Series out of the wild card spot. The competition in the NL East is fierce. It's tough to think that you'll win the division, but you can also win the wild card and make some noise if your team's good enough. And this offense with an added piece or two, and this pitching staff with another legit ace and a really good solid guy that you add that you can count on, and then a bullpen can contend. And again, it actually sounds ridiculous when you say it like that because it sounds like a lot. It is a lot. But this is also a Phillies team that is committed to winning now. John Middleton has said he will spend money many times. He has intimated it. He has said it. He wants to win. He wants to go spend money. So this is it. If they want to win now, and if John Middleton's willing to spend money, that's the way they do it. Go out, pay for pitching, rebuild your bullpen, and roll. It's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. And it's going to be really interesting to see how committed John Middleton is to spending money, how committed this team is to winning because um, they're not that far away. And I think Girardi makes a difference. I think he changes a culture. I think they're better next year. Even if they didn't add a bunch of stars, even if they don't do what I'm saying, even if they get Cole Hamels and another solid pitcher and a, a bat or two, they'll still be better. Joe Girardi will make a difference like that. 
but they could be legitimately better with smooths. Will it happen? I hope so. I was super confident they get Harper Machado last year. They got Harper. I'm less confident they'll get Garrett Cole, but I think they really can. I think it is is on the table or Strasburg or something like that. So fingers crossed. We're in for a long off season because we know how long it takes. The winter meetings come later, and then it's 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 uh, slog. We wait till February, March. We'll be back talking again on Phillies today before anything crazy happens. You'll, you'll you can guarantee that some small moves happen, but. We'll be back to talk about uh, the, the big stuff as it's coming up because that's probably how long it'll take till Cole and all those guys sign. So, um, either way, it's going to be a fun ride. And uh, thank you everyone for for taking the time to to take this ride on the 2019 season with me. And I will definitely be back with you for 2020 uh, when hopefully we will finally get back to playoff glory and uh, and have something exciting to root for. So, until then, thank you for listening to Phillies today all season right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.